0: Well, it started for me on Friday. I saw my neighbour struggling down the street and he was on crutches. What happened, mate? Oh, I've had a knee operation at a private hospital. It was the last operation they did before lockdown, he said. And then he added that after he left, the hospital was starting to prepare itself for any overflow from the public system in the event of a surge in COVID cases. And I thought, well, hello, that's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Right from the start, getting the private hospitals ready. And then later that night, the tweets and the social media posts from friends that I have in the health system started. They were having a bit of a panic about staffing, about beds, about all sorts. Auckland and Counties Manukau were bracing for an increase in, st- in cases. Staff were being brought in from Waikato DHB. COVID cases amongst the staff, combined with a rise in hospitalisation from the 530-odd that we've got with COVID, was starting to stress our hospital system. This was Friday night. Saturday, it only got worse. And it just reminded me what all our battles against COVID are about. It's about preventing a meltdown in healthcare. So, look, we've got 500-odd cases so far. People are saying another 50 today. We've got 34 hospitalizations. That is a conversion rate of around about 7%. It's quite high, really. Uh, Added to that, the fact that our health system was already at capacity before an outbreak of COVID even happened, then you have to say we sit in a very perilous place, which made the only option available to anybody was lockdown. Or you risk scenes like we had in New York and Italy last year. And here we are, our system stressed with 34 hospitalizations. Imagine if we had the hospitalizations that New South Wales is seeing at the moment. We couldn't do it. We'll be sticking people in the corridors. We'll be erecting tents. People will be dying at home with no care whatsoever. And we've known this all along. We have always known that we have low numbers of hospital beds. We have the second lowest number of ICUs per capita in the OECD. I think we beat Mexico. We have half the ICU beds of Australia. We have a third of England and a tenth. Of Germany. And we all knew it 18 months ago, 5 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So anyway, add this to the list of fails along with the slow vaccine rollout. If the government knows we don't have enough beds and you've got 18 months or 169 days where nothing's happening, what would you do? Rustle up some more beds because we all knew that all of this was inevitable reminding you that each ICU bed costs about a million and takes a million a year to run. And anyway, what it doesn't really matter. We don't have the nurses to staff it. You need six nurses to staff a COVID patient. Where are we going to get those from? We don't even have enough right now. This is the harvest we have reaped after decades of underinvestment in a health system by a multitude of governments, meanwhile allowing massive population growth which makes our economy look sweet. Auckland has added 500,000 people since the last hospital upgrade of Auckland City Hospital. And that was the last time we had a hospital upgrade in our biggest city. And there's half a million more people there. Now, I say all this as middle-aged mansplainers like Scott Morrison tells us, well, you can't live in a cave, Kiwis, and you've got to learn to live with COVID. No kidding, bucko. By the way, your two biggest cities are living in caves. I don't know if you've noticed. New South Wales, now 65 days, and Victoria for 28. You're full of empty slogans, mate, and broken promises. But this is the thing. I think we all know how to live with the virus. Well, first, we need enough hospital beds. Second, we need to be vaccinated. And third, we need excellent contact tracing. So how are we going? We don't have enough beds already. We need to double or triple our capacity long term. Why we didn't prepare more temporary beds in the COVID-free lull, I'll never know. Two, we have vaccinated too slowly and we may indeed slow further down if we run out of vaccine. And three, if our contact tracing was so battle ready, why is it that we urgently hired 370 new tracers last Tuesday? God knows where we found them from. The fact of the matter is, Mr. Morrison, and almost everybody else, we are nowhere near being ready to live with COVID even if we wanted to. So our fate is to wait and lockdown until we are.